0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today's episode is with Dan Layden, Uh, a third appearance for him on the show. Uh, I talk about his new book and we have a little catch-up as well. So I hope you enjoy the show and here is a word from our sponsor. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Logo Package Express 2.0, a fantastic Illustrator plugin that helps you save time when exporting your logo files. Um, it, honestly, it saved me so much time. Uh, Paul Rand wished he had this Illustrator plugin. He would have saved so much time rather than drawing all those logos by hand, uh, different sizes. If he had Logo Package Express, he would never need to draw a Lover logo at meter by meter ever again. Um, this one is, is a fantastic one. All the great designers have it and, and people are talking about it in our industry. So save time by getting it. Uh, it'll help you export logo, your logos your clients you can never get those emails it's pesky emails where they say oh can I have the PNG because the JPEG doesn't quite work over the top of my image or you know why has it got a white background on it you'll never get those requests from your client ever again with Logo Package Express Uh, so check it out down in the description you can have your logos in all the different files formats you need for your client including the different color versions as well the full color the black grayscale black and white uh, inverted as well in all the different vector file formats you need and and again PNG and JPEG as well Uh, so yeah please do go and check it out it really really has sped up my uh, exporting time and, and helped out my clients as well so check it out down in the description for your Logo Package Express discount through the Creative Waffle podcast link and you can also help out the podcast by doing that as well so yeah hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, check it out Logo Package Express cheers there you go welcome, to, welcome back to the podcast shall I say Hey Um, Mark, thanks for having me on. It's the third third appearance now. It's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, Yes, a hat trick. It's good. Um, I guess we should start with uh, who you are for people who haven't heard you speak on the podcast before, but I'm pretty sure everyone who's continued to listen to the podcast as it's delved deeper into the sports world um, will know who you are, but there might be one or two that haven't been listening to the last ten and don't know.
1: Okay. My name is Dan Layden and I make football art, I suppose. (laughs) um I've started dabbling in motion work too in the last like I think three years now so Mm. mostly football art but I've started making books too um I started writing a bit uh I just kind of follow my gut so it's 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 mainly around football but it started to like branch out into sport too and like pop culture and things like that so
0: that's basically me yeah, nice, nice. Um, I guess we'll start off with the, the important question: Is Harlan going to go to Liverpool? <laughs> I, I don't
1: like. Maybe he will, but he'll be there for like uh, nine months or something. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. He was, he was. What was he doing today? He was chatting to the the agents today or something, wasn't he? Or yeah, the yeah. CEO or something? Yeah. Um. Like looking at his agent. <laughs> you won't know where he's going until he's there and he's wearing the jersey I'd say but um, for some reason I just can't see past like Real Madrid or Barcelona and then maybe Man City because his dad played for Man City I think didn't he I think his dad played for Man City Uh,
0: yeah I can't remember I don't know (laughs) but yeah I, I think Man City would be the move um Yeah, Mbappe's not going. Mbappe's not leaving PSG, is he? He's got another year, is he?
1: I don't know.
0: I don't know. To be honest,
1: like, no one knows. Like, like, everyone was saying he was going to end up at Liverpool, but like, yeah, I, I thought the whole point of Klopp was that he finds players that aren't that famous, he doesn't spend that money. Like, he bought Lewandowski for. What, like, like two million quid or something? Was it like, and now he's probably should have won the Ballon d'Or last year. So I thought, like, I would see that side of Klopp as what I like. Like, I don't really care if they get these fellas because mm. I don't know. Like, who was, like, I didn't know much about Firmino before he came. You know, it yeah. was good, but now he's gone to a different level. Like, that's the type of player I'd be hoping they'd bring in. Like, just do some scouting and don't be like wasting all the money if they use to build a new stadium or the new stand or whatever.
0: Nah, that's a really good point. I mean, the, the um, yeah, the, the money thing. Is, I, who did Liverpool before? Lille, is it or someone? Was um, he in France or?
1: He was in Austria for a while. Was he at?
0: Ah, uh, Leipzig. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. um, or was it? The other one? One Salzburg. of the one of the oh, Salzburg.
1: Salzburg, and then he went to. Was it? He was in France, was he? No,
0: nah, maybe not. I think it was. I think we Liverpool bought from. I think Liverpool did buy him from Salzburg.
1: No, no, no. He was at Southampton. Do you remember? He was at Southampton for like...
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, had the, he had
1: the really quick hat-trick. Yeah, I remember two, now. Two seasons. I'm thinking, was he in France, though? No, I can't remember any of his born. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like, that, that, yeah, I agree. Just take, start, take people from Southampton. Um, get Danny Ings back. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. He is, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he got he got Minamino over there as well. Would you would you take, probably take him back as well?
1: I think he yeah. has to come back. Yeah, but yeah. Like, he he's a specific case because can you imagine coming to a country, not speaking the language, living on your own in the middle <laughs> of quarantine, like, and trying to break into that Liverpool team?
0: Well, that's it. That's the uh, that's the argument there. The, the, I guess you can call them the, the, the knowledgeable or the, the people that think a bit more than just say, oh shit, <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> I'm yeah. making. Yeah. Um yeah, that's the actual argument people are making, which is yeah, I agree with. I think it's um unfair on him. <laughs> yeah. You, you can see that you know when they lifted the trophy, it was it, it was like sort of left out and it wasn't you can see it wasn't a part of the team.
1: Mark, I I hate that stuff. It's like watching X Factor for me when someone's bad. You know that like cringy bit? Like where he was standing with the trophy and then Henderson had to bring him over. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just imagining his lunch times and all this with all the lads and it's not talking.
0: <gasps> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I uh, there's a guy at school who was, th- was Thai, and um, we got him into our friend group. But mm. if no one had done that, then I, I can't imagine what it'd mm. be like for him. It's so hard. Um, you know, maybe a couple of hours are talking to him, but you know, it's not. It's not the same as someone taking you under the wing. So maybe uh, as Lupa, I haven't got a lot of Asian players. I don't think. I
1: don't think they've
0: any. Um, so it's probably not that connection.
1: Yeah, there's none, is there? No, there's only him. Yeah,
0: ah, yeah. <laughs> just want to make sure I left one of the players out. Um. Yeah, um, and like even if you look at
1: like someone like Curtis Jones, who's only, yeah. he's like 20, isn't he? But you see him walking out onto the pitch with Salah, having a laugh, like, and that's the complete, I think that's the difference in players making it, because the amount of players that probably have this massive talent, but they don't have that like, edge to them where they can just, you know, kind of muscle into a group and start shouting for the ball.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a, yeah. Like I say, it's a weird, weird example. But um, yeah, what do you think is going wrong with Liverpool this season? Obviously, the injuries. But
1: yeah, I think so um, I think they've had two years of like perfect. Like it's been perfect for two years. They have to crash at some stage, and they don't have the like. How many squads do Man City have? Like. Like it's feeling like three teams. Yeah, definitely. Liverpool do have do have a good squad, but um, they had to have a blip, and then like these injuries. Like Jordan Pickford should have been like, (laughs) the police should have been there after the game to be like questioning them because like, what was he doing? Like, how was he not even red carded? Yeah,
0: but um, that's a very infuriating game that one. Oh my god! I think
1: was offside. Like I didn't think goal at the end was offside. And that goal, like if that had stood. Thiago made that crazy pass to, was it Mane? Like, the one where he's looking this way and he hits it back. Mm. And it was like, oh, Thiago's done his bit. Like, oh, it would have been amazing. Henderson, was it Henderson that scored? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Like, it would have been just, yes, 3-2 about Everton second. Like, but then from there it was like, But since Watford last yeah. season, since they lost to Watford last season, like 3-0, they haven't been that good. They've been, like, shaky. <laughs> what
0: have they done since that? Yeah, uh, I guess... Mm. So they, 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 yeah, that they have been a little bit worse. They let in
1: seven mm. goals against Aston Villa <laughs> would Van Dyke there.
0: Yeah, that was um, that was a bad day. <laughs> bad day the office. What? The <laughs> What's the equivalent of that in like a natural office job? Is it like just, just I don't know? Like, it's not. It's not breaking the photocopier. It's worse than that, isn't it? Uh. It's like spilling a coffee over <laughs> spilling coffee over like two desks and like crashing three computers.
1: And hitting the chief executive <laughs> or something, <laughs> you not know, <it's> like <laughs> yeah. the executive off the balcony or something. You know, it's just
0: like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With anyway, um, this weekend, this weekend you got you got Aston, uh, you got Arsenal even. Not Arsenal. Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal Predi- predictions because this will go out on Monday, so it's like. We'll
1: okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, this season, Jesus, like, I don't know. Like, um, I do have a good feeling about them, though. I think Mm. they've hit the bottom of that form. I think they've hit the worst. On the up now? Yeah, I think they'll be on the way up. And I think Arsenal have looked pretty good sometimes, but then Mm. a bit shaky at other times. So I don't know. I'm going like, it'll either be like a draw. Look, I don't know. I don't have a clue. I've been watching football since I was like seven, and I still don't have a clue, Mark.
0: You're I not the next pundit.
1: Maybe it won't be nil all.
0: It won't be nil no, no That's a good shout. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Two good teams that need to win the game to get back up to where they should be in the league. Yeah, Liverpool need to win it. I, I, I still think I think Liverpool win it. I think Liverpool win that one. But we'll see. You know. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so,
1: you know yeah. the you know the fourth thing. Like Liverpool are, I think, are they? Five, I think they're five points off fourth. And they still have to play like Chelsea and, you know, or maybe they don't, but they can still claw it back. So I think it's as good as gone, fourth place, but I still think possibly they might get it, you
0: know? Yeah. Yeah, there's that hope, isn't it? I think with Liverpool fans, there's always hope, especially like <laughs> after Istanbul, there's always a bit of hope there.
1: And that's so, where the final
0: is this year. I know, I know. I saw that, I, yeah, I know. I'm looking back through a few of your tweets and you're like, it, it, you post like that gif, that meme, um, yeah, and, yeah, it's incredible. It, it could be a great story. And, you know, Chelsea in the in the semi-finals as well could be the same.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was looking, um, Chelsea might win the Champions League with the women's team too, and oh. the men's team. You know, because they're in the semi-finals, yeah. the women's like. So just had to be crazy. I, no one's ever done that, have they? But
0: who's um, who's the women's team's Really, really good. Is it some French team? Which one is it? Lyon. It's Leon, yeah, Leon. I think Leon.
1: Leon. They they have the Nor Norwegian player that's the Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah. Uh, what's her last name? This yeah, is I terrible. Don't night,
0: but I don't know. So. <laughs> but yeah, they. I don't. I don't know if they're still in it. But I'd always back them over any English team. But Chelsea yeah. are a very, very good women's football team. Uh, doing a lot of more, a lot more graphics for the, for the women's Arsenal team at the moment. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's great, great to great to be a bit more involved in that. Even though I should do a bit more research. Seeing, I don't know who. Who's listening, and what competition I'm, is in that?
1: In fairness, though, like, I've gotten way more into it in the last year mm. than I was before. So, and like, I started following Emma Hayes on Twitter, like, the manager. Mm. She, she's really good to listen to. Like, she's kind of, like, a likable character, too. So, I'll count her as my way in. And I'll just, you know, like, I didn't know much about men's football when I started following it. So, it just takes a while, doesn't it? Constantly,
0: yeah. Mm. Yeah, and with bit, I think it's, uh, is it BT and BBC? Or is it Sky as well? But one of those two have bought the um, bought the rights to the show, the games as well next season. Oh, so nice. the games will actually be on TV. Um, like I think I'm not sure if they're showing all of them uh, or what the deal is, but there's going to be many more games of women's football on TV, which would be nice. You oh. know what I'm saying so. so hopefully, it you know, Hopefully, it will spark the. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. Um, it kind of shows though, like if you look at the growth that football's had in America something like in the last generation and a half or two or something, it's gone from like a sport no one played to like the second most played sport in kids that are under 15.
0: It's like, if
1: you look at the growth that can do in a generation, it's the same thing can happen with, you know, like the popularity with women's football, like that it'll go more and people will be more interested in it in like a broader sense, which I think is good because you can get a, you can, you can get a a taste of the mood on Twitter. Like, I, I don't know if you do this, but when I see a tweet that announces something like that football deal where they'll be showing more matches for the women's football, I always click into it <laughs> and see what the first tweet response is. Is it horrible? Is it not? I always just, just to see like what the prevailing mood is. And I, there's a lot less of that stuff, I think, now. Mm. Maybe it's just being blocked out or something. But like, I hate to see it, but I do think there's a bit less of it now. And when someone does it, they get shouted down a bit. So I think that's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I also I've also noticed that doing graphics for both, you know, men's and women's teams. I think I've, when I've looked into the comments on something I've designed, it's always the men's comments that have that are a bit more harsh. <laughs> I did a graphic for the women's team that North London derby the other day, and they're all positive comments, all of them. Okay. And um, it was like, oh, it's great to see graphics done, being done for the women's team." It's, you know, it's, it's come on, the, come on Arsenal. You know, been really positive about it. And there's always shitty comments. I'm not sure if there's more comments, but well, there will be more comments on the men's team. But yeah. there's always more shitty as well. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's I don't know what it is. I don't know what, why men. Maybe men just I don't know like being. I don't know, like being annoyed at things. I don't know, don't know what it is. I we need know. to stop it. Another thing that's uh, what's the, what's the word? grinding my gears the other day. Uh, the <laughs> uh, here we go moaning. Um, but no, the the Inter Milan Inter Milan uh, rebrand. So I, I don't. When when designers have a go at it, that annoys me so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just why? Why? What is you're, you're devaluing our industry? You're, you're putting design down. If everyone is saying it, it's terrible, then big brands are going to start looking at comments like this and you know, not doing not doing rebrands and then it'll be left behind. And yeah, we'll go into Fiverr and you know, it's going to be oh, you <laughs> <man>? <laughs> no, it's going to be terrible. It's it, it, yeah, I think we do it way too often as an industry. I, I, I say we because yeah. the industry, but I don't do it. but um. Very, very frustrating when you see people uh, who have no idea about the process of that, have no idea about what it's like to work on the inside of a football club, where they're thinking about not just the current football fans that will always support them because their team has been passed down throughout the years of that, you know, father to son to son to son, but thinking about uh, this, you know, uh, a young woman in in Indonesia because she's uh, you know, coming I mean, new new into football and TV's uh, football was only just being shown out there and all sorts. There's so many other markets than just. Bob, who lives outside the Arsenal ground or like outside the Liverpool ground, like you know, they, they're trying to conquer the different markets. And the big thing at the moment, I've heard about football clubs, is they're trying to go after the second team. Uh, so, you know, how in England, we'll probably buy like a PSG or a Barcelona shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like, Clubs are trying to be that second team now. So, like Liverpool or Arsenal or, or you know, whoever will want to be the second team for the people in Spain who support Barcelona. They want to be the team that has those sales. And Ars- Adidas, even. Um, uh, I'm really trying to get on that. And uh, obviously you've seen the stuff with Nike and uh, Jordan and PSG and how the how well the PSG kit is sold in America because of that. Yeah. Okay, I get you. Uh, yeah. And, and there's, there's so many more collaborations with basketball, basketball, basketballers and the NBA and all sorts of different random stuff. That's why we've seen Arsenal this week do a partnership with Space Jam. Like Really? Yeah, today on social and, and this okay. week it would be um, across the Liverpool game there'll be uh, there'll be like Space Jam graphics and promoting the film alongside the game on tomorrow. Mm. So yeah, it's 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 really interesting being on the inside, like and Isn't trying it? to yeah. understand, trying to understand why the like yeah. it.
1: It feels like it's just beginning to mesh now, but mm. all those cultures are like going to be just <laughs> like that soon. Like that's why the money that came into Liverpool yesterday or the day before the. Yeah. They got like a big chunk, was it 500 million, I think, someone bought in. LeBron James is part of that, isn't he, I think? Yeah. Yeah, so like I've seen him wearing the jersey and they're saying that like Serena Williams is going to be wearing it and Drake as well. So like that's going to just...
0: This is huge. That, that is absolutely massive, Liverpool. Seeing, having kids in Cleveland wearing the Liverpool shirt, even though yeah. they don't know what football is, yeah. is going to be massive. And that's what that's you know this is what they're trying to target, I guess, and all oh, clubs will be. It's funny, or on a global brand level.
1: Yeah, it's really funny you mentioned because um, when Space Jam came out, I think it was 1997. I think the first one, and I was in America. I was on holidays there, and I was ten, nice. and I had a Sh- Chicago Bulls jersey. I had two of them.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't know who they were. I it. just knew oh, Chicago Bulls. I had a hat, had the jerseys. So they're now like. I know that America, the sport there, like we don't treat basketball with the same passion as we would soccer, let's say. But they are well ahead of here on that side of it, I think. Mm -hmm. They're so much further ahead on the market and, you know, like that type of thing. Because I was buying Chicago Bulls jerseys in Ireland in 1997. (laughs) I didn't have a clue who Dennis Rodman was or anything. (laughs) So Liverpool are not trying to catch up. They're trying to close that gap, aren't they? Like, that's crazy.
0: And all, and all Teams that are on a global level are trying to do that. Because I was, I've, we've got a group of designers in, um, and and we talked about the rebrand a little bit. Uh, and and, we, wow, all designers see, they comment about bad bad things about the Inter Milan logo. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. They don't they don't get the they don't get the point that they're trying to be more of a brand and, and global brand and people are buying T-shirts and it's, I mean the merchandise was fantastic by the looks of it. It looked really really smart. Mm-hmm. And there is that whole. A unfortunate tit. So sort of. I don't know if you've seen the the, the rebrand. You can make out the word tit in it, basically. The oh, M, the two yeah. sides of the M. The two <laughs> sides of the M sort of look like the word uh, T, and then obviously you got the I in the middle, and then the other part of the M is another T. But that's a bit of a reach. It's a bit of a reach. You're squinting a little bit, yeah. Oh <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. All right. I maybe I would have seen that after like years of looking at it. Oh, it says tit, but um,
0: like <laughs> yeah. I.
1: I like it I still think it's okay like I you know I saw a lot of tweets you know being Mm. a bit kind of moany about it but um
0: yeah But the the, also the other thing is people don't realize this all the the research and behind it like this would have been years in the making it wouldn't be an overnight thing I know we can make a logo like that and you know design it in the day but this would have been hours and years and of, of literally trying to do a brand strategy trying to Think about how it's going to be implemented, and how we're going to bring new values into the club, and how the staff are going to be uh, taking this on, and how can we make the city proud to wear this logo? Honestly, there's so much to do with it, and like you gonna get like Dave, on, not Dave. I, that's a bad name. You know, uh, Steve. I, I, do I know any designers called Steve? I don't yeah. know. Someone on Twitter like moaning about it. Like, uh, it, it pisses me off. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I need someone. Needs somewhere to mention that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: com- I completely see, and I'd I'd feel the same. I there was another one a few years ago. Do you remember the mock-up for the logo for the Olympics, the one over in Tokyo? Do you remember that? Mm, yeah. You know, so it had the five Olympic rings, but I think Tokyo twenty twenty fit into it perfectly, or something. Yeah. The, the the you know the rings and like that's clever. Even if it's not used, it's it's going. Oh wow, they've managed to fit that together really balanced and it looks yeah. well. And like the amount of quote tweets or whatever you call it that were just like treating it like it was dirt on their shoe, like oh terrible, like oh my god, like yeah. I
0: hate that tone, like I just don't get that, like so condescending designers love to be pretentious I think that's one of the reasons why I'm stopping the podcast it's like I'm just like I'm just people like me are just
1: talking over and over
0: nah. <laughs> no not the guests and stuff I just, I just mean that the whole, the whole industry I'm not I'm not really the thing is I'm not really in it anymore I, that's the thing I, I've moved into this industry where I'm more about sport more thinking about sport and happen to do design uh, it, it's um I've moved away from being a designer in a studio and, and actually focusing on design and not you know i'm yeah i don't feel as a part of it as i was when i started this podcast and i think that's one of the reasons why i'm slowly winding it down but but yeah i mean it was going back to the tokyo thing think quickly the the right. reason why that was also wasn't isn't going to be used is because the olympic rings can't be ha- uh, tampered with at all yeah. um it's like part of the brand guidelines and yeah. um trademark you can't overlay stuff on the olympic rings uh, so there you go but yeah very interesting
1: yeah but um I know like the I think the people that give out about the logos, I suppose they're coming at it from the graphic design side. They're not football fans. like I suppose there is a large majority that are football fans. Like yeah. they are just they don't like change. Yeah. But if the football fans realize they're changing the logo to make more money so your team can have Holland coming through the door someday. Like you know, it's progress. <laughs> That's a
0: point. I do not think of that argument. That's a really good point. Uh yeah, they think is trying to get more money, they're not doing it to to ruin the club, um, and and people the one the main argument is that they're moving away from traditional traditional crests which don't work. We're in a digital world; they don't work on digital. You can't have like this this shield and like dragons coming off of it and like t- serif t- type on it when it doesn't work on digital. And if you're thinking about someone who's in another country trying to recognise the logo on a on an app icon or or even worse a favicon in, in the top. Corner oh, of your is okay. bar has to be 50 pixels by 50 pixels. You know, you're not you're not going to recognise it, and that's why the Inter Milan will buy a logo and Juventus logo works really well because it's, it's so much cleaner and so much simpler, and you'll be able to see it, however big it is. And that's why they put on the you know on the shirts. have gone with just the Liverpool badge. the yeah. bird, um as the badge, and it's it, it, yeah, clubs, whether you like it or not, are going down this direction. I'm sure you'll see many clubs do this in the next 20 years. I think most clubs will be. The one who got it right, the team who got it right at the start were wolves. They got it right for the last they had they had the yeah. same batteries and they nailed it first time. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's time. um that reminds me of the Roma one. I don't know what they currently have, but the wolf they had was it the nineties or the eighties? The one right. the really simple one. Like I'm sure they'll be moving back yeah. to that. Or have they moved back to that yet? Because I, I haven't seen that. Have
0: yet. Yet. Yeah, that's have yet. that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, I hope I hope you. Uh, Wolves don't change their logo because that will be the one I get annoyed about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what was the one? Was
1: it Leeds a few years ago? Mm. Do you remember that? It was like a guy with his arms folded, was it or something?
0: It was um the Leeds salute, which whatever that is, um it looks a bit racist, but yeah, it's like the <laughs> oh, yeah, um well the 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 having a having a salute's a bit racist, anyway, yeah, yeah, it's it a bit weird. weird, not maybe just, not racist, but it's a bit dodgy. It's just like um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, bit, it's a bit culty um
1: yeah it
0: is. but yeah I think that in the end I think that was I don't know if that was ever a serious thing I, I know that um there's a lot of rumors it was a PR stunt basically I don't know how it could be a good pr stunt but like to get leads and and, and in the news or take distraction from something I, I can't remember but um
1: like, uh, the Volkswagen one yesterday did you see that
0: uh I know they were thinking about update no I haven't they oh, was that uh, April Fool's? Volkswagen.
1: They said that they changed their name to Volkswagen with a T because they were going to be electric. But they did it on April Fool's Day. But like they had to release, a <laughs> they released a statement saying it's not an April Fool, and it was. And then they had to release another statement saying yes, it was an April Fool because like they lost so much uh, value on the stock market or whatever.
0: Jesus, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I, I'd hate to be at the top of the of the company trying to think of an April Fool's joke. <laughs> a you company but, like well, it so bad you'd lose so much money yeah if you got it wrong but like are
1: they never funny though like no yeah, there's never a good there must be one good one though like
0: there must be <laughs> I can't think of one no can't think of one but um, but I think re- recently the only thing real amazing thing I've seen is uh, KFC's um, adverts recently they've uh, taken slogans from other brands and like use them as adverts it's like you've got Just Do It and um, yeah. obviously, I can't really give any other examples but yeah there are some really yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool adverts from it uh, and they fit so well so I go and have a look at that I need to remind myself of those but they're really cool I
1: like stuff uh, like, yeah.
0: this is what we should be doing we should be promoting promoting other design other designers creativity and like thinking oh, I this, yeah this Interland package works really well in digital congratulations you did a really good job yeah. you know it's simple it's clean You know, it will work well in the future. It works well on merchandise. It works well as a brand identity. You know, the new colours are really RGB based, um, which obviously, if you think about digital, perfect. I don't know. It's all. What do I know? Anyway, uh, moving on to your book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh, How many years have you been in the design industry?
0: Um, God. It depends what you count as in the design industry. Oh,
1: just give me the whole thing, go on, the whole thing, like, how
0: many? Um, six-ish?
1: Yeah, that's a lot, like, that's a lot. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know
1: your stuff,
0: yeah. It's all right, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> designing, designing logos in Photoshop, yeah, it's mm. quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um Yeah, anyway, uh, let's get off, off me ranting. Um, let's talk about your new book. Sides. Sure. all i go or <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah how How? so yeah i mean it's sitting well isn't it it's like really well yeah you know, you've got yeah. a couple left probably be all gone by the time this goes out
1: um i just got a few left but um i'll just order more in like i that's the thing with making a book you never know at the start how many to order like because mm. this is my third one so i just ordered like 50 at the start like just to have them so i can send them out and um the first book i did which was 2018 like <laughs> Oh, man, that cost me, like, I think the print cost of that alone for the first, I got like 200 books. I think it was like two and a half grand. It was something just, I had to send that in. Oh. And luckily, like in the first day, like I sold like 100 books or something, or I sold, I sold enough to make the money back. But like, it was a bigger book. It was A4. It was like, oh, I think it was 150 pages or 200. So it was a big, big thing. Sending it was expensive. Everything was expensive. So the new one is just... um It is somewhere between, I think it's called an oversized A5. It's like somewhere near an A4 page, but just a bit smaller. And this one is um, really nice. The second book I did was Saddle Stitched, which is staples in the side, which I'm not really keen on. But this one is uh, perfect bound. So it's got like 96 pages. So it's got a nice kind of, what do you call that on the side? Spine. Spine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... This is, I think this is the nicest one I've done, like, because uh, the content of the book, that's the whole thing. It was, I moved home to my mom and dad's house, January 2020, because the house I bought isn't ready yet. So I started drawing, (laughs) and from January to the last minute of the year, I just drew nearly every day, and um, it was all really sketchy stuff, so it was like, I was using my iPad as a sketchbook basically to fill Mm. so I just picked out like what is there oh it's like 150 bits of artwork in the book I think so I picked out all those I put them together from the first one to the last one so you've got them all there organized chronologically and each one has a rationale beside it so I've like indulged myself to like a crazy degree, just (laughs) rambling on about what I was trying to achieve with all the drones. So you've got the whole year basically of me chasing down a drone method that people will see and be like, this is good. This is a good drone method. That's basically the whole point. And at the end of the year I got, who did I get? I got PSG 538, the crowd in America, what are they? Media company, something like that. Mm. And I got to do artwork for a pitch for a looming international tournament with that work. So, like, off that, that, that year from Mo Salah, the first one, Mo Salah walking, staring down at some guy. I think it was, maybe it was February. From that one to, I drew, the last one is Bruno Fernandez, Christmas Eve, or, no, not Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. I got those three... Nice jobs at the end of it, based off all the work coming, and I think it was all down to that I used pink as my shade color because <laughs> mm. a few people mentioned that going, We like those drawings with the pink shading. Nice,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that seems like
1: latched
0: onto, yeah. You know? Something about the pink, something about that, it's good. It's nice. Uh, that's that must be lovely, though, having a, having a whole collection of like uh, in one, one nice, neat book
1: yeah oh my. yeah like since i was a kid i don't know why i've just been obsessed with like i'd have an empty copy book and i would want to fill the copy book with one thing perfect mm. just top you know top to bottom front to back this copy book is perfect like you know like i want to be able to draw where every page is like oh mm, wow like that yeah, so, yeah. I, this is a nice book like obviously there's a load of drawings that didn't make it in but um Standard is, is high throughout, and it's like it's definitely the most focused thing I've done. um, by a mile, like those other books were nearly compilation albums of just here's a song by this guy, here's a song by this band, here's a song by this singer, you know. But this one is one thing constant, so feels like progress. I don't know,
0: definitely. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got an obsession with that as well. I always, it's, it must be. It must be something about completing it, like having, having a complete. I mean, with sticker albums and stuff as well. You always want to complete it, so it must be like having having like a bookend for 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 a year of your life is lovely. I think that's a, that's a really nice memory to have as well. And also, did you did you ever see La- Lance Wyman's uh, book? He's a designer. Um, did a, so he's he's got a book of his sketchbooks basically, and um, basically what they've done is they scanned in loads of pages of his sketchbook and um and put them together in one big book um i think that's a really lovely uh well it's basically what you've done isn't it it's like, <laughs> so it's good, like just google them uh, yeah oh, okay, okay yeah is he the so guy that did the logo for mexico probably,
1: yeah. 86
0: mm-hmm. oh, yeah cool. but it's a it's a beautiful book by unit editions and they've and got all the hand-drawn hand-drawn sketches in there and um i think that's i think that's probably one of my favorite books and i think you know, old book now is having that, having that progression throughout the whole thing. And the sparkles of ideas as well that are in Lance Wyman's books. is uh, it's beautiful really. Um, you can see where you can see how he's made the word Mexico into the George Rome trophy. And it's, yeah, it's lovely It's it, to see the actual physical sketches and, and, uh, starts of ideas before they go digital or on his day before they get made at yeah. meter by meter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, awesome, awesome stuff. How, how long is it, to to actually put it all together.
1: Um, I've gotten pretty good at it. So I've compiled two books in the last few months. I've done one match a day. I, th- I think that was before Christmas. I'm pretty sure it was. And, yeah, this one. Like, I actually have a thread on Twitter. Hang on. I'll be able to tell you the day I started the thread because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was keeping tabs on. I always do that. I always keep just adding stuff just to... Um, yeah, here you go. Already planning the next one.
0: <laughs> 15th of November. Nice.
1: And then the last one is... February 22nd.
0: Yeah, Decent.
1: Yeah, so... Um, it is pretty nice, though, to have the final thing. But like you were saying about reading Lance Wyman, is it? Mm. Yeah. Like, I almost rather seeing the sketches and stuff not like the final work is, is really cool but I like having to look through all the little notes and the bits and yeah, pieces yeah, it, yeah. I think that's so much more interesting and interesting. I, I think I was I was trying to maybe touch on something like that because like you you hope the book you make is good you know but all you're doing is just like I'm just chancing my arm just doing a drawing and flinging it into the book so hopefully the whole thing with the text has some value to someone like, but you can't think, uh, I don't know. I don't think you can set out to be like, this book is going to be the best book ever. You know, <laughs> maybe you can, I'm sure. I don't know. Like, I'm, I just, I think I'm going to keep making books, just keep making books until I make one book. And it's like, fucking hell, that's some book. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: checking you one day you'll have uh, all your books and just put them into one huge book.
1: Oh, that would be cool, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like uh, the life of Dan Laden when you're like 99.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds good, Mark. Yeah, I'll do the podcast then as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wonder where I am. I'll be like, <laughs> oh god. Talking about Twitter threads though, they um, that d- Dave Well made a really good one the other day about uh, just probably shut the shop down about um oh. the costs and expenses. Of running your own business um, and you know, being independent as well. I thought it was really, really, um, what's the word, um, impactful uh, and, and revealing, I guess, as well. Revealing, sort of, but just uh, so many things to think about. I mean, I must have had to think about very similar things for the book. Obviously, you talk about the first one there with the you know, £2,000 outlay um, and wondering if you're going to make it back. <laughs> it's a bit of a punt, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Mark, oh, Mark, I remember uh, the day those books arrived. They they were a week late, and the limit to send them out for Christmas or something it was October or November. Oh no! I I had said I'd have them out by a certain day, you know, and like I had enough orders to cover the cost. So I I remember I'd like seven boxes full of books. Yeah. And I went to the office, and they had to get in the post the next day before half one, so the post would go. And I was like, (laughs) Oh my god, printing labels and like signing the books and keeping track of everything and putting them in envelopes and I was like we had a family dinner I had to meet my brother-in-law yeah my brother-in-law's family that night at dinner and I was just like (laughs) I had to dinner and I was like I have to go back to my office I have to do these books see it people were like oh yeah very good very dedicated but I, I remember being so tired going I need a holiday. I just need to turn off. Like that's what social media can do though. And running the shop and that, like that side of it. Yeah. Just like I was working over Christmas. Like I always work all the time. I never take time off. I work every day. I'm stalled at something. And that like finally caught up with me. Um, In January, I just like, I was working for a month on this app. So I was doing motion work for this app in the States And um, loads of work needed a quick though and constant. So I was like sitting on my arse every night in the office till like two o'clock, just like saving files from After Effects. And every animation is needed in like five formats. So you need the static PNG. You need the full GIF. You need the GIF with no text. You need a cropped version of that. And then you need some other fucking thing. I can't even think of it now. So you need all them. And you're saving like 30 of them into different folders, right? So I was like, just doing this for a month. <laughs> and one night, I just blacked out when I was in the toilet. Just like my head got pure hot. Just one back. They're gone. Done.
0: <laughs> Not, like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Take breaks. How was um? When was Japan? Was that before?
1: Oh, I'll happily talk about Japan, Mark.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: I'll <laughs> talk about Japan for like two
0: hours if you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I want to go one day. Um, so I, so one of the last times we spoke on on Twitter was about Japan. Um, mm. so, uh, so that was that after the after the second book. When was that? What what day was that? That was, was pre COVID.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was June and July twenty nineteen. Okay. A trip, oh Mark, like <laughs> I just want to go back.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's all. I just want to go back. I was even thinking of moving there, like just yeah. I remember? Oh man, I was chatting to a guy the other day who's freelance, and he moved over, and he said that's manageable enough to do, but best holiday ever. Just like I was there for a month, and I didn't have a flight home, so just wandering about, going wherever. That's unbelievable. Where class, oh the best. Like,
0: What's uh? What's best thing?
1: Um, it's just so easy to do everything over there. Like, I've been around like a lot of countries in Europe. Um, I've been in a lot of countries in Asia. But there, like traveling and stuff and setting things up, like when I landed, I just went to the post office in the airport and I had a uh, mobile Wi-Fi waiting for me. So I had a modem in my bag. So I have just got proper Wi-Fi everywhere. So I can use Google Maps
0: yeah yeah
1: and uh that was brilliant and then like i had the travel pass for the trains so i could use the high-speed trains just constantly for yes. a month and like i went i think i went the length of the country twice i went like up and down wow. i i was everywhere like i was walking i think i didn't bring anything that track my steps but from tracking my steps now when i go for an hour it's like seven or eight thousand I'd say I was doing like 40,000 steps a day because I was just just walking everywhere and just eating sushi then like, and then just drawing in the evening. Cause I, I started. That's a, a life, isn't it? Oh, it's unbelievable. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. But um, before I went, I paid an agent to review all of my work and just tear it to shreds and tell me why it was terrible. Like. So they, so they came back with the bluntest, you know, summation of everything. So i took that that was like three days before i left Mm. i started a thread and i was like right this is uh how i'm going to figure out a style i suppose so from that thread which was june 2019 like i was drawing every day when i was in japan like putting the drawings into that so i was trying to develop it and i think that kind of led into the style i've just filled the latest book with all that drawn because. I think you get a lot of bad drones out of your system or you figure out what you don't want mm. like, oh, as much as things you do so yeah no it was great R- really cool place though i just love to go back and um, i was meant to go this summer with my sisters and um, but COVID like whatever so yeah that happened mm.
0: that's cool yeah i know um got uh american friend out there he's not a designer uh he's I got his, he, he t- t- teaches teach it English I think and then uh does all his design stuff on the side and bright's books and children's books and yeah, incredible life. In the in the middle of um quieter parts of Japan as well. So like, on the on one of the the um what I'm not called like non city parts. Like they're not they're not big city like on the river and beautiful scenery. Yeah, world, that's yeah, the word. That's the word. Yeah, yeah incredible. Absolutely incredible. uh such a calm, such a calm way of living. I they love it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, it's really, really appealing. Like I, I count my travel as like before and after I went to Japan because <laughs> like before I, I'd, I'd go anywhere. Like I do, I'm like just being locked up now. Like with the lockdown, mm. I am mad to go and do other bits. Like want to go and do Everest base camp again. I was chatting to Yanni. Uh, from the last podcast you did one of them he's been in North Korea so mm. I want to go there I've been planning that one for a long time I'm mad to go there and then I want to go back to Japan so yeah. I love to just do all that in one trip yeah, it be cool
0: it was nice yeah, amazing yeah I've been um, way more open to travelling since since the lockdown now is talking about it uh, and like we're doing a lot we're doing a lot more research into travel videos and there's it's nowhere I wouldn't go now I mean yeah, even if you said you want to go to Iraq, I'd be like, yep, yeah, let's go. I'll meet some local people that actually might yeah. be nice, not what the media tell us. Everyone's <laughs> I'm sure nice. it's lovely.
1: Everyone's nice everywhere. Though. That's always the thing, like, really. Like,
0: yeah.
1: Everyone's always nice. It's
0: just... Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Mm. Incredible. Um, love, yeah, love travelling. Where's the place you're going to go first after lockdown?
1: Oh, I don't know. Like, probably Japan, I suppose. But I, I want to do the yeah. Everest Base Camp one again. So mm. I don't want to have that after the nice bit of the holiday. I want to do that. And then, because the last time I did it, I just came home. Mm. I was like, just wiped out. And <laughs> I went back to working every day constantly. So I'd love just like two weeks of just doing nothing, eating sushi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you, do you get, um, do you get all the inspiration from Japanese culture and, uh, yeah. and traveling around there?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah. But I think just traveling in general and just, being out of your normal routine is kind of...
0: Fulfilling, yeah.
1: Yeah, it gives, like, your brain a kick in the arse, kind
0: of.
1: You know, it just changes it a bit, I think. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Like, walking around Tokyo, it's... it's, Like, I've been to New York, and I know so many films and TV shows are set there, and it is amazing when you are there. But Tokyo is a different level. It's just... uh, (laughs) Ooh, it's it's like every cool film you've seen. Like you know, it's 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 a different level. I I hear Seoul and South Korea is the same. Like mm. it's it's as cool. But um, yeah, I just want to go back. And it is yeah, no, like seeing a city like that. There's so much going on. It can't help but just fill your head with stuff. I suppose because like I was chatting to um, Marcus on the beautiful. Oh, hang on. Beautiful game. Beautiful game podcast, yeah.
0: That's yeah. what it's called, is it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Good podcast.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Um, and he pointed out that I started doing the, I did those pieces of work um, where I draw players wearing street clothes and all that, like, and it's really kind of fashioning, fashion-inspired, mm-hmm. Street culture and all that, and that started just after I came back from Japan. And like I was hanging around all the places where people wear crazy clothes, and so it it just yeah.
0: That's why I asked. That's why that's why I asked about the Japanese okay. influence because mm. I I know, um, I know, uh Asia has a lot of that. And um, I was also targeting sort of Shanghai as well. I know that's not Japan, but the yeah. uh, targeting targeting that sort of area and they have a lot of the streetwear and uh, and the Asian market seems to be ten- tailored more more to streetwear at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of uh, influence from BTS and Korea and, and, and all that sort of stuff as well.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm not talking. Like I, don't, like,
1: that,
0: that,
1: yeah. I know nothing about that band. Yeah. Like, nothing. I don't know who they are. And I just realized earlier, it stands for behind the scenes, isn't
0: it? I, I, I don't know, to be honest. Like,
1: just like, I don't know who they are. And yeah. they've taken over Twitter.
0: Yeah. 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 Any, any, any hashtag now has BTS on it. I don't understand it. Uh, it's so many people. They, they're, they're huge. I mean, this is how maybe ignorant what the West is. But we were only maybe maybe they're bigger in America. But uh, yeah, I don't know who they are or what they're called or you know who their individual names are. Whereas we think of the Beatles being the biggest thing ever coming out of the yeah. West. And like, but these are, these are way bigger than the Beatles. These are these are huge, huge celebrities. Um, maybe the biggest ever.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I don't even know what they look like. <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy like it is. Yeah. I suppose they're just purely culture like like mm. like I know the name of the band. I know that they're from Korea. They're from Korea, aren't they?
0: For sure, yeah. I don't wanna, like, I'm pretty I, sure they.
1: <laughs> I suppose we're just trading how how completely out of touch we are
0: with <laughs> like, yeah.
1: that culture like
0: cause yeah. there's a
1: big. I I think there's a big uh, there's a massive gap in like youth culture now and like me whereas like I'm 34 next month or no now like I'm, I'm 34 in two weeks so <laughs> a 14 year old now oh my god mm. their mind is just so much different to mine I suppose because they've been raised on the internet and like there's so much more into all that stuff like
0: mm. sorry I was taking a sip of water. Uh, I think yeah the, I was listening to some of my podcasts about this and they're talking about the information overload and how much information we've got now compared to so when you were thought 14 or, or even when I was 14 it's it's crazy um and, and yeah it's maybe too much information and, and brains can't handle that, this information that's why we're seeing a lot of kids um, struggle with it and just yeah your brains apparently your brain's not meant to hold all this information um and not being able to have access not you're not meant to have access to this amount of information and not be able to have access to bts and like remember k-pop bands we are not <laughs> meant to be looking at those sort of people across the world and yeah i don't know how how we're going to deal with it when more and more information gets thrown at us and get chips in our brains and our arms and all sorts and we become part robot and oh, yeah. just keep going it's, it's scary it's um it's scary and you know everyone probably listening to this has felt Issues with Twitter or social media and all the information that's been thrown at us and having arguments on Twitter. We're not really having arguments on, you know, arguments like that and, and on a digital screen. And um, there's a really good podcast that was uh, the comedian um, Andrew Schultz. Uh, he's got a podcast called Flagrant 2. Um, and you know, it's a bit of a controversial podcast normally, but they did a really good episode with a brain. Um, God,
1: this is my my, my best Yeah,
0: someone that studies the brain. so, so yeah, 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 and like focuses on memory and um and making the brain last longer. Uh, and, uh,
1: is, it, is it? It's going to be bad, is
0: it? Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not looking good for our brains, basically. And he's talking about sleep and how to rejuvenate your brain. I'm only halfway through it, so so I'm yeah. not remembering it. But ironically, it's a podcast about remembering stuff. But uh, yeah, is um yeah, scary, scary future for sure. About all this information coming at us, but then you know, there's definitely balances where it's so good and so positive. About, you know, we're we're getting influenced by many more cultures, and we are becoming more multi multicultural. Yeah, you know, despite what the media says and you know it tries to.
1: Yeah, um, like I I think, like I'll hear people on the radio say social media is bad. You know, this type of statement where they'll read out a text from someone, social media is bad. Social media is good. I just think it doesn't change anything. It just amplifies whatever's there. Like, so it's, it's the same ratios of bad and good stuff. It's just kind of pulled out a bit more. I think like it's, it's the same. Like, I, I don't think it swings things either way. Hmm. It's just, it's just a tool. It's like when they made newspapers, you know, like the print and press, it's like, I think people are still the same. It's just,
0: yeah,
1: it just brings it out more. It just amplifies everything. But like, I don't think it, it actually swings the balance of, negative or positive it's just you're more aware of things that's it but um i do think like whenever there's a new massive change in human's life like like, how many industries pop up around it studying it and why it's good and bad so i'm sure there's bad side effects of social media and staring at your uh, phone and blah 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 but like i'm sure people are figuring out ways to combat that too so like i don't know i just try and my my approach is just try and have balance with it where like i try not to be too too wrapped up in my work or what you said earlier resonated with me where you feel like you've moved away from design and you're more yeah yeah okay like i feel like that too like i feel like Mm -hmm. i don't know much about design i'm not in that community i never meet anyone that has the same job as me i feel like i'm just interested in it and i put my work on twitter I don't feel like I'm in that area. Like if you know what I'm saying. So like, yeah. I, I don't know. Damn, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm not as connected, so I can't be that wrapped up in it, which maybe you seem to feel as well. like.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I felt more distant from the design community then. And that's because, you know, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been communicating with those sort of people that I have previously uh, that are in more of that community. And I have moved more towards the sports design community, which is very, even more of a niche. Um, and I've, chatted with more people that I'm interested in talking with in the sports scene uh, and then talking more about sports with people and then doing a job just in sports. So I've naturally not gone as broad as I used to be and gone down into, um, into sports. But yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one for, for sure. How it's, how it's developed in my thinking and the love for talking to creatives is, is, uh, died a little bit since I got the Arsenal job. Um, and that's, I guess, why I'm going to slow down the podcast a little bit as well. So it's, I like we I were talking about it earlier on, before we started, it's, yeah, I've learned so much from it. Right, it got me the Arsenal job. It got me to so many places I wouldn't have been. I, would have, I wouldn't have gone to America twice. I wouldn't have gone to Creative South and I wouldn't have met hundreds of amazing people um, over there and made so many friends in America and um, built so many good connections and, you know, chatted with yourself and, and loads of cool people on on this podcast and Paul O'Shea and Lance Wyman and all these amazing Sagmeister and all these (laughs) cool, cool, amazing creatives. But yeah, I just, I just think now it's, you know, (laughs) I've I've done what I needed to do sort of thing. And, um, and now it's time to start winding it down a little bit and, you know, focus on work, Yeah, yeah. focus on my personal work, personal projects, um, got lots of ideas for that and, like you with your books, so I want to create my own card series I want to I want to make stuff as well um, uh, yeah I just I just want to focus on that right now and the more time I can put into that the better they'll be so uh, yeah and also I need I have I've noticed the importance of rest uh, in the last <laughs> few weeks no not a few weeks uh, a few uh, well a year now I suppose since I got the Arsenal awesome job but yeah so it's, it's crazy how much you change and I think I think having a podcast and talking about um, talking about how much you've changed is, uh, I guess it's all recorded and it's on the internet forever. But so I used to be very, very much on the Gary V train. And I looked at one of his videos the other day and I'm like, he's not talking about anything. He's just making shit up.
1: I know. Why do you think him?
0: I I used to love him. I used to think he's he's amazing. He got me fired up. Um, you know, I met, I've met him well not met him well, You know, I've been to a couple of his book signings and, and got oh, a yeah. book signed and you know I used to be really with him I had his trainers well, I still do have his trainers <laughs> he's not good uh, yeah yeah he signed a cool deal with K-Swiss and um, bought like five trainers out I've got a pair of the trainers they're pretty cool they're really comfortable um, and uh, yeah I, I, I don't know some of the stuff he says and is, is I think I think some of it, yeah, some of it's really good. Some of it's be good. But so much of it, it's not talking about anything. Yeah.
1: That's and and
0: looking back again with a wiser head, this, like, three, four years on, I'm like, what? I was like, what is he even saying there? Yeah. Um, but yeah. a lot of his... Brand. Huh?
1: He's kind of like Russell Brand. Like, it, they, like, they say, like, a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of stuff. Like, really <laughs> charismatic. But... Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, I, do you know what? I think it's nice watching him because he's got a lot of momentum and you feel like it buzzes you up a bit and you can get this back to your own stuff. But like, his shows are like him walking through the hallways of his building off a helicopter and someone just coming up with a camera and he's just talking to some random guy off Snapchat and then he's gone and that's the show. And um, I wonder how much he actually gets done. Because like. most of his day seems to be him just like with his hood up, staring into a camera going, I love it. I just love it
0: yeah well that's that's a lot of his recent videos i think have been not talking about anything and he's talking a lot about the card um industry now and how he's how he loves cards but he's he's not doing any of those shows he's getting other people to do those shows for him and he's talking i think he's built up i think he's at the point now where it's just it's just nothing It just it just doesn't mean anything to me anymore i just
1: (laughs) i'd say gary v is fucking wrecked i say he's so tired all the time (laughs) like <laughs> he looks it though he's like he looks haggard though
0: it's uh, yeah but anyway the, the point was it's, it's really interesting since you know starting this since starting this uh, four years later having completely other perspective on the whole design industry and people I used to look up to mm. so now now I look up to people where I want to be like uh I guess maybe it was the same sort of thing. I maybe I wanted to be like Gary Vee. Maybe I wanted to have this podcast be the biggest thing ever, and I obviously did at some point. And yeah. just so much, so much. Just think back and all, all there's so much shit I put out there, like, like I tweets look, and. I wouldn't say it like
1: that. Like you know, like I think everything. No,
0: no, played, I don't mean like podcast. I mean like, um, like f- stuff that didn't work and um stuff that you know ideas for the podcast that tried and didn't work or. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't mean, like, the podcast episodes. I mean, because they've always... They've all been building up to something, and that's getting this job. But it's, um, yeah, interesting when you, you try and look back on it. And
1: yeah, like, I've done loads it. of stuff that hasn't worked. Like, you know, I've yeah. done... I can think of two limited edition posters off the top of my head that just, like, nothing, like... Oh, and then there's one I did, another one I did, uh, Ronaldo, career, you know, all the all the jerseys that he's kind of worn. And... I did 50 and like I only sold like I didn't even sell them all like, <laughs> yeah. you know I've done a load of stuff like that where nothing panned out but I think you can only learn from that stuff I don't think you can learn from success mm. really
0: yeah yeah true true mm. yeah you, you,
1: you're on about Gary V and you're on about Dave Will so the thread that Dave put up you'd learn more from that thread than you would watching one of Gary Vee's uh, wandering around his office building shows. You would, because Dave's just giving you the unvarnished, real, that's how it is, bang, bang, bang. That's that's yeah. reality. Like, you learn... You you could print that out and frame it, and you could read that, and you'd learn more from that every time. Than, like, <laughs> like, I've tried to listen to Gary Vee's podcast, and I, I bought one of his books, and uh, it, they, they never seem to go anywhere. They're just... Uh, Think yeah it um, could be a paragraph long or, you yeah know maybe
0: i, I maybe I, I don't know about the books i think the I've, I've got i've got a bit of value out of the books uh Good. in the past i used to i used to i listened to one on the way to america the first time i went there and it was i really enjoyed listening to it and um a lot of lot of cool things i think i thought at the time were really valuable to me but maybe that was um Maybe that was part of the, the being motivated and, and the the feeling that it was giving me something, but maybe it didn't. I don't know. It helped. I think. I think it helped me for a bit watching all these sort of these people hype you up, and yeah. now it's now it's gone away, like fizzles out. And I've realised, okay, maybe doing the work and and like uh, creating stuff for my job or creating stuff like personal projects is actually the thing that's getting me to the places I'm going.
1: Yeah. Well, I think. Right. So when I was starting my blog, when I started out doing things, um, I was in Thailand in 2011, and I bought um, the, the, what was it, Mark Zuckerberg, The Facebook Effect, I think, that was the name of the book, so I just looked at him, and I thought, I'm going to fill a notebook with plans to take over the world, because I was just reading his thing, and I was like, "Mm right. but like, I I didn't really, I didn't want to set up a, social network or anything but like i think the momentum and the size of his achievements Mm. powered me on to try and start something so like i think you you were doing that with them guys like but what i've learned is the most valuable uh, things you can do and the things that like will change your life the most is personal projects Mm. if if you give one you're all really do like months of months of effort and do it right those things will keep popping up. People will keep finding them, and they'll keep coming back to you. Oh, this was good. Like you know, mm. really, that's the, that's the one solid thing that I could say. Like they're they're the way to improve. Uh, the people that find them follow you, and they they stay following you because that was the first thing that they saw. This big thing you made, and they always associated with you. So I think mm. they'll bring you the most um, changes to your life in a positive way. I'd I'd say. That's just from my experience. You take everything with a pinch of salt, I suppose. But um, yeah, that's that's what I'd say. But Gary V, like, yeah, I mean, he's pretty handy for like. He's so motivating. Like, I think that's his thing, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah.
1: Like, who else do you follow? Who's in that vein?
0: Uh, well, I don't follow. I don't follow Gary V anymore. But I mean, I just look on YouTube. I watch a lot more travel videos these days Um,
1: I love travel I love travel videos
0: but the people I follow for that sort of motivation shit um, actually I haven't listened to it in a while but the um, high performance podcast from Jake Humphrey oh
1: yeah um, I've
0: seen it but I haven't listened to it yet that's good because he brings in athletes um, and uh, yeah people are at the top of their game I guess or were at the top of the game like Kelly Holmes or you know, that's the one I can think of from the top of my head, like Cat Casper Schmeichel or um yeah, rugby players or, or you know Friend Lampard when he was on it. And they yeah, you can you can I can learn from, from them. Um but sometimes that's why I haven't listened to it in a while. Sometimes I do feel like okay, there's only so much I can listen to of this uh, hype yourself up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like,
0: it, it, I don't need to be hyped up every single day um, to carry on with my work, you know. And, yeah, and yeah. I hope oh, yeah, no, like just drilling that, drilling that, that culture into you. I think was good for me at, at, at a point where I wanted to get stuff done. But then I always think that I was busy doing, bit well, busy being busy, sort of thing. Um, in the early days, like I understand. Like, when when I was on that originally a couple of four like four years ago or so, when I was trying to get set up, Blue Day Design as this company as as uh, trying to get freelance work in, I was busy being busy and not really doing a lot. Like I could have done so much more if I was focused and um, rather than creating uh, creating videos about logo designs and stuff, you know, emailing people instead, like actually trying to get jobs in rather than trying to be a personal brand sort of thing. So I, I was, yeah, I got I sort of skipped a couple of levels and didn't hit the ground running and then sort of fell and then it never really worked out. But, yeah, there's a lot of people busy be, being busy being busy be, busy being busy for sure yeah. Um and, uh,
1: yeah i i i understand that but like i wouldn't look back on that um and think it's a waste because you yeah. know like every, every step gets you somewhere and like so what age are you now
0: 23 next well 23 on monday yeah
1: okay okay yeah. happy birthday Thank um You're still really young, like, even I think, like, I'll I'll be 34, but, like, if you look at Paula Sher, like,
0: (laughs) what age is she? Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing about our job, we can do it forever.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and even though my knees are gone, I'll still be doing it when I'm, like, 80, so you've got, like, oh, my God, like, have have you ever looked at, um, like, a famous illustrator or a famous author and found the work that they had when they were, I don't know, 25 or something, like, have have you ever Mm -hmm. So I've seen a few people. I think Stan Stan Chow put one up lately.
0: Okay,
1: work he was doing 10 years ago or something. It's completely different Yeah. what he does, what he's known for. Like it's it's nothing like it. It's completely different. So you, you just go, yeah, like there's so much time. There's no rush, I don't think. And like the only way, it's always like, I think like Gary V says, shortcuts or whatever. That's the last time I'll say his name. I I won't mention him again. But, like, I think people like him try and sell shortcuts or maps to success. But, like, success is, I think, completely different for every every person. So, like, I think, uh, like, all the answers are in there for you. Like, I think you, just from doing your own work, you'll figure it. Like, and, like, I haven't figured it, but... I've done enough that I realised this is uh, a good um it leads to progress in some way. Progress is slow, I think, I feel. Like I try and frame everything, everything I do as a failure. Like so I try like get some uh something out of it that I think, oh I could have done that better and I'll try and learn something from it because like I, I just think I don't know. Like, if you've done something well, you don't really learn from that. Maybe like that's just nearly you on autopilot. But if if you fail, like, there's something there to be taken. Oh, I did it wrong. Like, and it'll help. I you. think
0: I know what you mean. Yeah. So even though, even if you sell all of your books, like, you have done, I, you know, ha, Next time you have got to look at it in the lens where you, you know what well, could I've done even better. Yeah. Like it, it. Yeah, being a harshest critic is uh, can be a blessing and a curse for sure. Like, think about how you've. Uh, yeah. Think like about what could you have done better, and I, that's something that I've learned from my boss at Arsenal already. Is, uh, is is that it? and like being being really critical of your work and could you do even better, or given different circumstances, what could you do? And have you got more time? Could you, yeah? So i was just constantly thinking about how things how, how you can improve. Yeah, that's for sure. for Sure, a better better look on it rather than saying oh, that's great and then not thinking about it ever again. Yeah.
1: No. Um... Yeah, I, I just think that um, you always see like the people that um, excel in a field are usually outliers in nearly every aspect of them, like in every aspect of their lives. Like they put this crazy effort in in every way to be like streets ahead of everyone else. So like like I'd say Messi and Ronaldo are like pretty weird fellas if you were sitting down chatting to them. Like somehow I'd say there's some strangeness to those two. If if you were to sit down and talk to them, like something mm-hmm. had come through, you'd be like, ooh, that's weird. <laughs> you know, like they have to be to be that. Like they're like aliens. So yeah, I think like that's a good attitude, The uh, being your own worst critic. I think though, like remember we were talking about balance. There's a lot to be said for like knowing how to just be okay with the fact that
0: everything is just improving, I suppose. This is, uh, yeah, I I think everything I've realised about the podcast is that I'm not, I don't know, well, how am I going to say this? Um, There's so much advice out there, you don't, you can't take it all on. Yeah. So, I'm at the point where I'm consuming too much advice, basically, and um, I'm a bit like, well, Maybe I should just keep doing good work and, and trying and to keep doing work that I think is good and you know I look back and I'll think it's bad, but I'll keep doing work at the, at the time I think it's good and then see where it gets me rather than rather than trying to plan five years ahead and, and trying to be
1: uh, yeah, the like, best
0: designer ever and I don't
1: like, know, I, it, it, I, yeah I, I don't think life happens like with plans I think life mm. tears them up and throws them away <laughs> you know and um, like what what type of plan would you have like you would have had a long term Um,
0: Mm aim yeah well for the for the, I I probably said on a previous podcast well early on I was going to be the best designer ever Uh, and looking back at that (laughs)
1: that's that's really good like like I said on my my first interview I wanted my work to be on like a rocket to Mars like you know Mm -hmm. as an example of Earth's artwork like I think you need to have that like but like would you have a more specific plan that would have kind of nearly weighed you down a bit
0: um well, yeah, that's, I guess that was the thing. I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to do that. I was just sort of that. That's the bit I look. So, as I look back on the podcast, that's the bit that annoys me the most: the arrogance of my younger, my younger self. I guess. Um, I just, I just, yeah, with the critics stuff being own harsh critic, that's what I'd say. has uh, yeah. annoyed me and still makes me cringe a lot. Uh, and and yeah, so I, I wouldn't watch a lot of the podcasts previously back, and I, I had this idea to get get a load of the advice from the podcast which is very valid advice from amazing creatives but i wouldn't be able to watch them back to pick that advice out of them um i was gonna make a book out of that advice like or or, or like uh at least something from it because uh nice like end to all of this but yeah i i I couldn't do it just the way uh just just the way my younger self was i I just get too (laughs) pissed off um I don't know where this podcast is going, but yeah, I, I don't know. Is it? I'm, I'm frustrated with that.
1: With the previous work, like the previous pods.
0: Yeah, I'm get, I've, I've got to the point where I'm frustrated with the podcast. Yeah, I need okay, to okay. Just break and do something different. Frustrated with uh, the industry, I guess as well, a little bit, and just need to focus on how, what I can control. Um, yeah, that's that's going a weird place. This this is no, going a weird no, place.
1: No, but I think, you know, like that's what drives everything. So, obviously, how many years have we been doing the podcast?
0: Yeah, four. four. So, I just feel like I've got a bit tired, you
1: yeah? know? Yeah, but that's a long time to be making one thing. Like, I suppose that's like a personal project of yours that you've put four years into. Like, I always get bored of doing certain types of work where I'll need to just do something to complete opposite. Like, so, you know, it's good. Like, it's good to change it. Like mm. There's yeah. no rules.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm sharing this with like a profound quote or something, but uh, yeah, I don't know what matters at the moment. My head's in a weird place right now. I'm just trying I to work it all
1: out. I think kind of lockdown is uh, making everyone's heads being a weird place. But um, why? So you feel like you just need one of those big changes? Is it like to change the way you're working?
0: Um, yeah, I just I just want to put a bit more time into the illustrations because I can see them doing better. Um, uh, I, 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 I've done an in-rush one today that um, like, uh, I feel I feel like it's it's so much better than what I was given a couple of weeks ago and it's it's definitely improving so I keep wanting to put more and more time into that and the stamp idea I've got and the cloud collectible idea I've got as well you know creating my own the NFT stuff as well it's, it's, it's something I'm really interested in and yeah. trying to sort of uh, think forward think a little bit and, and I don't know. I like collectibles, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to make stuff, and yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about now. But yeah, I like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate After that conversation, I was like about about like thinking about myself a lot and. I've got, it's just got me off track a little bit, but yeah, I'm trying to with the personal projects. I'm trying to make my own stuff, and the card collection is going to be really cool once I've got, got hundred cards that I've designed. Because I've seen there's people like Tyson Beck. I'm sure you've heard of Tyson yeah. Beck or other artists who've got these topped cards that they've made. That's my dream. Like, I'd love to have cards like that I've made. So I'm, so why not do it, right? My mate said do it, so I'd, I'm doing it. Uh, even though they're not going to sell for hundreds of thousands like his, but like they're things I could put on Etsy. You could sell two or three, um, no, and a little series of cards and put on, put on Etsy or put them on NFTs. And, um, and yeah, I just think it's cool. So I've ordered, um, some top loaders and I've got some cards and I'm going to put them in top loaders and put a little sticker on mean, them, number uh, them. And oh. it's, it's, you know, I'll make, make my own card series. And hopefully one day, you know, tops will come calling. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I no, Yeah. But I think that's exactly the way it's, that's exactly the thing to do. Like, Yeah. That's it. they they look really cool don't they the, what are they called the, I don't know the names of them they're in those plastic containers
0: yeah well, well, look- so the the ones I've ordered is like the, the they're called top loaders, which you just put a card in to protect it, but the ones that they've got is like a metal case yeah like it's got yeah. a little metal circle and they put the top sticker on top of that. It's really like high quality secure case yeah. Um, but yeah they, the, the top seventy project that they've they've been doing and I think Tyson Beck runs or helps out with the Tops and gets loads of artists involved. It's incredible. Um, yeah. I think it's, a, it's such a cool project. I'd love to see a, a soccer one, a football one. A bit, a bit of what Dave Will did with his MIFA stuff. Um, but I guess you could get uh, you could get someone involved, uh, you know, Tops or whoever, yeah. uh, Panini. But
1: they seem to be taking off big time. Um, the Like, yeah. I know that, like, if you try and buy... LeBron James's rookie card in the States like that's I don't know how much is that like 3 million or something like,
0: yeah it's, it's loads yeah yeah car, collectible cards here is worth loads of money now. Huh?
1: yeah so like that is starting with football isn't it like
0: yeah, yeah. so yeah soccer cards are huge like Messi, Ronaldo, Pele um, I've actually gone off Pele I, I don't think he's as good I as I never
1: like Pele <laughs> He's, he's like a fictional character, I think. Like, come on, like, sell <laughs> <laughs> him by actor. All he seems to do like that and say he scored the most goals. Like, oh come on.
0: Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I just think if you didn't, yeah, he didn't do it in Europe either. You like yeah, did
1: it. you fan in New York, like nice Yeah, come
0: yeah. On. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't think Pelo's... of st- I think he's sh- bit of sham, bit of a make it to it, fake it to you make it. Um. Ah. <laughs> uh. What about the World Cups though? Um but yeah. So I guess that's the podcast. You wanna call it a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> it, got, it, got, it got it to a good place. I appreciate you having a chat with me and kind like of thinking it. about what's gone what's gone and what the future is and yeah. Good luck with the book. Well, it's going it sounds like it's going really well.
1: Cheers, Mark, yeah, it's, um, I think I'm gonna order more anyways, just um look, having an online shop, it's up and down and you never know when it's gonna be like I think i <laughs> I sold like more than I did last month in a day and a half this month like you know things just always balloon and then it's quiet for a while and then it might have another splurge but uh, it's selling well anyways yeah so and I um, just want to say like thanks very much for having me on so uh, no I think worries. this third one like this is the third one I've been on so yeah thank you very yeah. much it's uh, a massive honor
0: yeah, the honour's a bit strong, but yeah, I mean, a couple of a couple of hundred people will listen to it, so hopefully, you know, and most of them are sports creators now, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, sell a few more books on the back of it, but we'll see. But, um, but yeah, brilliant. Nice one. Thank you very much. Uh, Where well, can people buy the book, obviously? Obviously, we link it down oh, in the description, but... Find me on Twitter
1: and Instagram, and I've plastered it everywhere, so it's just, it's there. <laughs> it's the first thing you can
0: see. <laughs> nice. That's, uh, is it Dan underscore Laden, Dan, or... Dan Dan.
1: dot shop. That's the shop address. So yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty much everywhere on
0: my social media. Okay, there you go. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. A uh, good chat with Dan. Uh, always good to chat with him and catch up and talk about Liverpool and talk about the industry and, uh, and his new book as well. So uh, do go and check the book out. It's down in the description below. Along with my NFTs as well. I released a new series of NFTs recently. Uh, really, really exciting space. And what's happening with that is it's empowering designers and creatives to make new work and in digital format as well, a new format. Um, so yeah, please do go and check that out. Link's down in the description. Uh, Check out the sponsor as well. You can find a discount code down in the description as well. So yeah, thank you very much. See you next week for another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast.